0: Welcome to Furniture Industry News for January 3rd, 2024, where you can stay up to date on the latest news surrounding the ever-evolving furniture industry. In today's episode, we'll cover the following topics, the increase in residential furniture orders in October, homeowners' focus on outdoor renovations, relocation trends in the U.S., Twinstar Homes' acquisition of Grand Basket, Zhongyan Home Furnishing's investment in a new Vietnam factory, and JCPenney's Q3 results. According to a recent survey conducted by accounting firm Smith Leonard, residential furniture orders experienced a 12% increase in dollar value compared to last October, reaching a total of $2.35 billion. Approximately 62% of survey participants reported that they saw an increase in orders for the month. This marks the eighth consecutive month of rising orders since May 2022. Despite these positive trends, it is important to note that the overall picture is not entirely rosy. October 2022, orders were down 30% from the same period in 2021, which in turn were down 18% from 2020. This decline has been consistent over the past several months. Year-to-date, new orders have increased by 2% through the end of October compared to the previous year. However, when compared to 2021, 2022's orders were down by 29%. Shipments for the month of October were down by 13% compared to last year, which saw a 2% increase over October 2021. A significant majority of surveyed participants, 69%, reported a decline in shipments. Year-to-date shipments have decreased by 18% compared to the first 10 months of 2022. Backlogs decreased by 5% from September and were down 43% from 2022 levels. Receivables declined by 22% from last October, while inventories fell by 1% from September and were down by 31% from last October. 2024 has produced mixed expectations. The different components of the economy, including the furniture industry, do not always move at the same pace. A conservative approach to planning for 2024 is recommended as there are expectations of a short and shallow recession in the first half of the year. Additionally, the upcoming election year is expected to divert advertising resources, potentially impacting consumer demand for furniture. In conclusion, while the residential furniture industry has experienced some challenges, there are opportunities to establish a new baseline for future comparisons in 2024. Planning should consider the normal fluctuations in prices due to freight, material, and labor factors. According to the new quarterly Outdoor Living Trends Index, homeowners this year are focusing on sprucing up their outdoor spaces. Out of the four options presented, 34% of consumers ranked their outdoor space as the area they would most like to renovate first, closely followed by kitchens at 33%. Bathrooms were ranked first by 23% of respondents, while living rooms topped the list for only 10%. Sied Zaidi, CEO of System Pavers, which commissioned the research, noted that it is evident that homeowners are increasingly prioritizing their outdoor living spaces. The research, conducted quarterly, aims to gauge consumer attitudes towards outdoor living. When considering the specific type of outdoor renovation homeowners had in mind, one-third expressed interest in adding a fire pit. Additionally, 22% envisioned installing an outdoor kitchen, 20% wanted to replace concrete with pavers, and 19% were interested in adding a pergola. Joe Kaufman, Director of Operations at Texas, commented on the popularity of fire pits, stating that in recent years, they have become synonymous with family gatherings and spending quality time outdoors with loved ones. According to the 47th Annual National Mover Study from United Van Lines, Vermont experienced the highest number of inbound moves in 2023. Among those moving to Vermont, 29% stated that they did so to be closer to family, while 20% relocated for a lifestyle change. On the other hand, New Jersey witnessed a majority of outbound moves, with 65% of all moves being outbound. Retirees made up the largest portion, 27% of those leaving the state. Following Vermont, the top inbound states or areas were Washington D., CC, South Carolina, Arkansas, Rhode Island, North Carolina— South Dakota, Alabama, New Mexico, and West Virginia. Arkansas, which ranked 18th in 2022, moved up to the top 10 list in 2023, and West Virginia climbed from 13th place in the previous year. The study indicated a continued trend of Americans moving to more affordable and lower-density areas, particularly in southern states. Factors such as the price of housing, regional climates, urban planning, and job growth were cited as driving forces behind the relocation decisions of movers. The study highlighted that only eight states had more outbound moves than inbound moves. After New Jersey, these states were Illinois, North Dakota, New York, Michigan, California, Massachusetts, and Kansas. Interestingly, both North Dakota and Kansas were new additions to the outbound list. Overall, the study observed a decrease in interstate moves in 2023 compared to the previous year. Some states like Nevada and Utah had almost equal numbers of residents moving in and out. The COVID-19 pandemic played a significant role in influencing relocation decisions in 2020, driven by the opportunity to work remotely, a desire to be closer to family, and better affordability. When considering metropolitan area trends, the study revealed that people tended to relocate to less expensive areas with less competition in the housing market. Charlotte, North Carolina, And Indianapolis emerged as top markets for net inbound moves among the 50 largest metro areas by population. Zillow's analysis of the United Van Lines data showed that those moving to Charlotte came from larger markets like New York, Chicago, Dallas, and Houston, whereas those moving to Indianapolis previously lived in Chicago, Dallas, Detroit, and Philadelphia. The top 10 metros with the highest net in migration from United Van Lines movers. Were Charlotte, Providence, Rhode Island, Indianapolis, Orlando, Raleigh, North Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida, Nashville, Tennessee, Houston, Birmingham, Alabama, and San Antonio. Experts and economists noted that economic uncertainty, increased cost of living, and lack of affordable housing may have led some Americans to reconsider their moving plans or opt for interstate moves instead of moving across states. In summary, the study highlights the shifting patterns of migration across the United States with factors such as affordability, family proximity, and job opportunities driving relocation decisions. Twinstar Home, a leading omni provider of indoor and outdoor home furnishings, has announced its recent acquisition of Grand Basket, a prominent provider of outdoor patio furniture and accessories in North America. Twinstar, which is a portfolio company of Z Capital Partners, the private equity arm of Z Capital Group, successfully completed the acquisition, with the terms of the transaction remaining undisclosed. The sellers were represented by Stump and Company, a trusted entity in such dealings. Established in 1962 and based in Colorado, Grand Basket specializes in manufacturing high-quality patio furnishings and accessories, including its own private label products. This acquisition fortifies Twinstar's position as an e-commerce-driven home furnishings and outdoor living platform across North America. It further builds upon Twinstar's recent expansions into the outdoor lifestyle products market through the acquisitions of TK Classics in January 2020 and Classic Accessories in June 2021. Mark A. Gold, CEO of Twinstar, expressed enthusiasm about the addition of Grand Basket to their corporate family, and how it enhances the company's leadership in indoor and outdoor home furnishings. According to Gold, Grand Basket has a distinguished history of developing top-notch outdoor products that enable consumers to optimize their outdoor environments to the fullest. In his words, this acquisition reinforces Twinstar's commitment to delivering exceptional design, quality, and innovation to their retail partners and end consumers. Following the acquisition, Grand Basket will continue its operations in Denver, while the combined company will have its headquarters in Boca Raton, Florida. The company offers a diverse portfolio of outdoor furniture, accessories, and lighting options. In addition to its outdoor offerings, Twin Star Home provides a wide range of products for the living room, home office, and bathroom, many of which incorporate integrated technology and media solutions. Their outdoor living product line includes modular seating collections, dining tables, bars, fire pits, and various accessories. Jiangyan Home Furnishing, a renowned China-based upholstery producer, has announced a significant investment of $28 million to establish a new factory in Vietnam. As a company with global facilities and distribution networks, this investment aims to optimize the company's supply chain layout, thereby enhancing its resilience and meeting its expanding business requirements. Scheduled for completion by late 2026, the proposed facility will span an impressive 1.1 million square feet. This strategic investment aligns with Zhongy's long-term development strategy and will encompass the procurement of land, construction, ancillary facilities as well as state-of-the-art machinery and equipment for the new Vietnamese facility. In addition to this investment, Zhongyan currently operates extensive warehousing facilities totaling approximately 800,000 square feet across Atlanta, Houston, and Los Angeles. The company showcases its comprehensive range of stationary upholstery, motion upholstery, recliners, and accent chairs at prestigious trade shows like the High Point Market in the United States, as well as at various exhibitions in Europe and Asia. With this new production facility in Vietnam, Zhongyan Home Furnishing is poised for continued growth and improved operational efficiency. By strategically optimizing its global supply chain, the company reinforces its commitment to meeting the evolving demands of its expanding customer base while ensuring its competitive edge in the upholstery industry. JCPenney's third quarter results saw improvements in customer frequency and digital sales penetration. However, these gains were not enough to lift overall sales. While JCPenney is privately owned and does not typically report its quarterly results, Its Q3 fiscal report was filed with the SEC by Penny Intermediate Holdings, LLC, which is the retailer's property trust. In late 2020, the JCPenney operation was acquired by mall owners Simon Property Group and Brookfield Asset Management after it emerged from bankruptcy. Several metrics showed positive changes compared to the previous year. Merchandise gross profit rates improved by 270 basis points, driven by both national and private brand merchandise with women's apparel, adult active footwear, and handbags showing the greatest improvements. Customer frequency increased by 300 basis points, with average sales rising by 11%. Digital sales as a percentage of total sales also improved by 200 basis points. Additionally, store traffic improved by 160 basis points over the quarter. However, despite these positive trends, sales for the quarter ending on October 28th declined by 11% to $1.53 billion. The company reported an operating loss of $10 million compared to operating income of $2 million in the same period last year. The net loss widened to $30 million from $17 million in the previous year's Q3. JCPenney emphasized its commitment to maintaining a healthy balance sheet with significant liquidity. Through tight inventory management and improved working capital efficiencies— the company reduced its utilization of the working capital line of credit for seasonal inventory buildup. At the end of the third quarter, the outstanding balance on JCPenney's line of credit was $102 million, compared to $366 million the previous year. The company had available liquidity of over $1.5 billion and long-term debt of less than $500 million, resulting in one of the lowest debt leverage ratios in the retail industry. Overall, JCPenney generated positive operating cash flow and reported adjusted EBITDA of $181 million for the first nine months of the year. However, sales contracted by 10% year over year to $4.63 billion and the net income swung to a net loss of $11 million compared to net income of $176 million in the same period last year. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes.